that must be our cue. So hopefully you uh, all enjoy the little bit of uh, upbeat music. And hi, this is uh, Jane or Quasar. And of course, Zareya is here with me. And today, as we celebrate this wonderful day of Saturday, today is November the 4th over here on the other side of the world. And it's uh, it's a beautiful day here. And we hope that it's beautiful wherever you are. So let's go ahead and get started with our call today. And there's just so much to discuss today. But before we begin, let's just sit quietly. And thank you very much also for your patience as we begin this new format of working with BBS Radio. So it makes it a little bit easier also for us on this end. So we're not doing a lot of multitude of uh, things all at once. So. All right, so if everyone is sitting uh, comfortably and uh, back straight if possible and uh, have your hands on your lap, you know, hands, uh, palms facing uh, the bottom of your, you know, the, the back of your hand on your lap. And let's do a few deep breaths as we bring in beautiful golden white light. So let's breathe in deeply and in. And relax, breathing out through your mouth, breathing in again, beautiful golden white light coming in from your crown chakra from above, bringing it all swirling down, all the way down to your toes and relaxing. All of your aches and pains, letting go, relax, relax. Let's breathe in again. And hold, just feel the golden white light healing every cell, bringing in beautiful healing light, beautiful highest frequency ever. And relax more and more. One last time, breathing in. Bring in joy and peace and harmony and prosperity abundance. And relax and breathe normally. Very good, everyone. Very good. All right. So as I said before, we have a number of things that we want to be able to cover today. Today is going to be a special Zora call, Zora, Zoraya, or myself. And it's going to be primarily after we come, after we go through some of the updates, we'll do some Q and A with each and every, with, with people that are interested. I've already received like two or three different topics already, so we will go into that as well. So before we get started on all of that, let's go ahead and bring uh, Zareya. And I know that Zareya is here with us presently, and she does have a message for all of us. So Zareya, first of all, let us know how you are and your message for today. Go for it. Okay. And you can hear me okay, right? I'll hear you fine. 
Okay, very good. All right. So uh, what's new with you these days, Soraya? What's new with me? Hmm. Well, I'm patiently waiting like everyone else. For the revaluation of currency and disclosure and all that. And how do you feel about all of that besides that you're being, you're trying to be patient? Uh, Yeah, I'm being patient. (laughs) Okay, all right. I know it's hard for other people out there to not be patient because they've been brought up that way. But uh, I find that uh, when you are patient, uh, you basically all the other things just sort of roll off of your off of your being, and and wouldn't and shouldn't have, it shouldn't affect you. But uh, of course, that's that's another issue. Anyway, let's see. So, Joe, how do you bring in peace and joy and calmness into your life, Zaria? Well, if I was to tell you that, you, you would probably hang up on me. <laughs> uh, but usually, I guess, mm. well, what I do is, you know, in order to not have your your essence hijacked by the dark, you need to do something that you enjoy. And what I enjoy doing is uh, uh, playing video games actually? Mm. Mm. That's and you know that that brings peace into brings peace to me. And mm. uh, but other people uh, they think it's uh, a hindrance. Mm-hmm. Head. Um, but, but anyway, uh, so it, and that's just my that's my escape pretty much. Yeah, that's your outlet, you know, so that you're not so uh, immersed in what is happening outside of your your uh, your space, right? Right. Right. Okay. And I when think- I do, and when I do that, people, other people around me, they think that I'm sort of addicted or caught up in the uh, in the game and uh, totally oblivious to everything else. And that's not true. But uh, anyway, hmm. but um, you know, it may seem like I'm I'm not uh, paying attention, but I am. Okay, okay, all right. Well, I think for everyone, and somebody uh, and other people, they may they, their their joy may be going out to, going for a walk, or right. their joy may be going uh, to a movie, or going. You How know, about just, meditating? How about just meditating? Even even meditating, or going but out into the, nature. The, the mm. proper the proper way to meditate is to go out in, into Mother Nature. And when I tell people that, they say, "Well, it's too cold to do that." Well, fine. If it's too cold to do that, then find yourself a nice quiet place in your house where you can be undisturbed and sit down and in a lotus position and meditate. Right. 
and that you know that's if, if, if but best of all the best thing to do of course uh, well another thing you can do is ground your house first um and you do that by taking that, a, a I, take a couple of wire plug it into a, an inside outlet run the the uh, the copper wire outside and plant it in the ground that right that ground your house and when you've done that then your house is grounded and you're still and you in in uh, you're still in uh, direct contact with mother nature and that's you know that's that's a way to do it if you don't you have inclement weather right well, there's always that movie also to kind of remind ourselves about how to ground oneself, right? What was yes. that? Well, go ahead. Well, grounding. Called grounding, right? That's Well, I think there was something more than just the word grounding, right? Well, anyways. The name was called grounding. Oh, okay. Well, anyways, that's a good, that's a good one uh, to, uh, to look at. It's, it's a, it's a movie. Uh, so anyways, let's go ahead and move forward. Would you like to share what you would, you know, your, um, what, you know, what you would like to share with everybody <laughs> coming from a book? So uh, go ahead, Zaria. All right. I'm reading them from a book called Free Talk, and it's by Diane Robbins. And her website is uh, www capital D-I-A-N-N-E, capital R-O-B-B-I-N-S, dot com. And when you order her book directly from her, then, of course, she gets uh, most of the proceeds from that. And uh, it's very helpful for her. So, and the books are also, some, uh, some of the books are also in audio form as well as different languages. So, uh, you know, wherever you happen to be, uh, if you want a, a, a book in your language, if she has one in, her, in your language, then order it. But uh, if you uh, got several different books in several different languages and also in audio form as well. So, like I said, there again, go to her website and, uh, and order the books directly from her. Okay. Now, the... A note from the author, to hug a tree. Our dear readers, as the cetaceans are the Earth's record keepers living in the oceans, do you know that the trees are also record keepers living on land? Trees compromise a vast underground communication network systems and transmit information so that all trees everywhere on Earth know instantly that all that occurs. They are living libraries embedded in bark that we as humans can easily tap into, note, tap root. We can tap into their vast library. Their line is always open to us, so tap into it. So they are eagerly awaiting our call. They are waiting for us to acknowledge them as tree people. For uncensored worldwide news and answers to any question, hug a tree. 
it not only serves saves paper, but their lives as well. In early uh, 2008, Diane received a message during a time of meditation. We are the tree people, and we would like to begin our dictations to you. Now that our books, our book is finished, the call goes out to the cetacean nation, the way is clear for you to begin our book and our communication. We thank you for putting our message on the last pages of the Cetacean Nation book. The Cetacean Kingdom has made their voices known through you, and now it is time for the trees to do the same. We wish you a bon voyage through our leaves and wave in the wind. Greetings, dear people of Earth. We are the tree people, and we thank you for reading our book of messages dictated from us to you for the purpose of acquainting you with our world and seeing the world around you through our eyes. For our eyes encompass all realms, including yours. As you read our messages of love, know that our love for humanity is deep and profound. For you are the caretakers of the earth, and there and this is your domain. This is your world to love and cherish, not to destroy. We only remind you of a great responsibility you have so that you can fulfill it. Many come before you, many have come before you without the awareness of the interconnectedness of all life. We only bring this to you, uh, your, to your attention so that you can see the link between us and yourself and all life forms and care for all of nature's creatures as your own. For indeed, all creatures are your children, whether born of you or not. For there is only one great mother, and she is Earth herself, giving birth to us all and giving us all a home to enable us to have the experiences we need for our souls to grow and thrive, so we can move on to higher realms. Can we walk? Yes, we can. You, you, but you don't see us do it. <laughs> so cherish the earth, feel the sacredness of all life, and walk in harmony as your feet touch the earth and your heart intertwines with ours. We thank you for reading our book, and, and through our messages, you may, be, you may understand the great laws of life and act to bring peace and harmony back to your planet and our planet. We stand with you as one. That is their message to you today. Quasar. <laughs> that was a beautiful message, Zareya. So we want to thank you so much for that uh, very deep uh, heart message for all of us to again know that we are 
are the uh, caretakers of humanity, for humanity as well as uh, for Gaia. So something that we do need to take great responsibility for going forward. And that, of course, is part of why we are waiting also for a couple of disclosures to come through that will initiate, um, well, hopefully we'll have the RV before either one of them. But we'll talk about that a little bit later again. So thank you for reading that beautiful book by uh, Diane Robbins. She's got some beautiful, inspiring books. So when you're feeling down or you're feeling like you need a a little uh, boost, you know, pick one of those books up and then it'll just kind of help to resonate. You can resonate with the with a high uh, high frequency and vibration coming from those books to help you to come back to balance in terms of who we truly are as these spiritual beings in these vessels of uh, matter and that we do have a very special um we are very special in terms of, in terms of our solar system, in terms of our little blue earth, as far as a transition for all of us to be transformed and to transform all of the universe, as well as we transform ourselves into higher frequencies. So more about that in a bit as well. So Zareya, thank you so much for that. And I will um, also mention, I'm also going to want to mention other books by Diane Robbins. Um, Telos Original Transmissions from the Subterranean City Beneath Mount Shasta Messages from the Hollow Earth The Call Goes Out to the from the Cetacean Nation and Crystal Kingdom Yes, so that's beautiful books. books That's the other books you can get and I guarantee you they're very inspiring very uplifting <laughs> and you need to have them in your library <laughs> Okay, very good Thank you, Zaria, for that and probably alongside of that one of the key things that we have always from the very, very beginning, again, coming from Zora and uh, from Zoraya are the beautiful uh, uh, Lemurian headbands. Uh, so if you don't have those on now, I think, you know, before Zora is going to be looking uh, around, finding out who's got their headbands, you better go ahead and put them on, go find them. And uh, as we continue on our call. Okay. And uh, so you can go again for those headbands. If you haven't had one, if you don't have one, I mean, these are beautifully made uh, headbands that you, it's like a headband, you know, it's got a beautiful copper band. uh, And then, of course, you have, you know, the crystal, uh, six-sided crystal on top of, you know, and behind that is either a silver or a gold and then what holds it all together is uh, copper, which is very, very high frequency. So uh, get those as well. You can go to uh, helping number two, rise, R-I-S-E dot com, helping number two, rise dot com. And uh, you'll be able to get all of uh, Christine's uh, beautiful uh, works. Uh, besides the headband, she's got uh, also these harmonizers that you probably want to look at as well. Okay. All right. So let's go forward from there. Now, the other thing I would like to mention as we move forward is I have a couple or two or three uh, messages as well for everyone. So the first one is um, everyone has been asking uh, about, you know, uh, Michael Andrews and uh, what is happening with all of our coins and uh 
as far as W, you know, world uh, WGC crypto, uh, where all of that is coming to, it's moving forward. And I think what's happening also is that we haven't been able to get a hold of, uh, some of you have not been able to get a hold of Michael. And as you know, from, you know, uh, Zora from the last time, he said that he's traveling, he's been traveling, he's, he's now back home. So give him a couple of days if you want to try to reach out to him. You remember you got a text him and you know how to do that. But I just want to also let you know that we will be having a call with him next Sunday. So just make sure that we'll have a call probably 11, 10 or 11 o'clock Pacific time next Sunday. And for all of you that want to be able to listen to Michael Andrews updates and, uh, you know, we'll also have a few uh, Q and A's. Uh, let's go ahead and get that done. I don't know whether this will be on uh, BBS radio, uh, but anyways, just be aware when you get the newsletter where it's going to be at. Okay. So the other, um, the other thing I also wanted to address, and I'm sure that uh, Zora will be coming in as I kind of bring that up before your, your Q and A. Uh, and people and couple people who've already sent in their request to have uh, a particular subject spoken of is uh, regarding the patches. So for all of you who've not, who are interested in the patches on our newsletter, it's there. It's called super patches dot com, which is the main where you, it's the main uh, website. If you go there and you order just through superpatch.com, then uh, I won't be able to know who you are. So go to our website so I know that it's you that's coming in. A uh, couple of things in regards to the patches. You know, one also is that iHercules has just recently also come up with their patches where they have the iHercules plus inflammation or wanting to lose weight and those particular patches also that are, that have just recently come out. Now, the super patches, however, have been out for a long time and, uh, they don't have any ingredients. Uh, other, uh, other patches have ingredients in them like, uh, iHercules. We've not tried that yet, so I can't tell you how how that's going. Uh, but if, if there's anybody on the call today that already has tried that and also is able to compare it with the super patches, I would be, I think everybody would like to be able to hear at least your your particular testimony on that. So the super patches, if you want to be able to go to ours and also remember when you're ordering something. You have to, if you want to be a customer on that first page of ours, um, it's called Gateway, Gate, G-A-T-E, W-A-Y, number two, healing, H-E-A-L-I-N-G, dot, superpatch.com is where you can go to our website. When you see this big red um first page and it says freedom on it, you have to scroll all the way down. And on the left-hand side, it says log in. So if you want to become a customer, press on that, become a customer. And again, you could just purchase 
you know, for your first order, you can purchase them at wholesale, which is what we receive as associates or distributors and order some, you know, either you could order, you know, um, a package of 28 or you could just order the samples uh, where you only get four, pa- four uh, patches in a pack versus 28. So instead of paying 60, you would pay uh, $45 for 28 patches. If you purchase just the four patches in a pack, uh, you would be receiving a discount as well. I think it's uh, it's normally $15 and you can get it for like, I think it's $11.25 or whatever. So do that. And again, it tells you all about, you know, the different patches that are available. If you go on our website also, you can, uh, and if you have any questions, please feel free to text me, please. And that would be for 719-428-9746. Just text patches and then, you know, I'll be able to kind of, you know, um, answer and we can decide when it's available, when we're both available to, to be able to talk about them. Okay. So that's regarding the patches. That's regarding Michael. And I know that we also want to be able. Yes. And one little thing also. Yes. Okay, we've also been told by some people that when they get when they sweat, the patches come off. So you might want to when you put them on, you you put a, some adhesive tape around the side, uh, so that doesn't happen. Well, okay. So the other part of it too, and and especially for the people that are that order like the freedom or the victory because you're you're active, you you're exercising or whatever, and the patches are are good for at for twenty four hours, maybe a little bit more than that. But it's uh, it's been explained that you should just uh, switch them off every twenty four hours or so. But some I don't keep track of when I start putting it on, but I kind of know you know when it's time for me when the, it's over a little bit over 24 hours and then I remove it and put something else on again, putting them in different spots so that you don't put it on in the same spot. Um, anyways, uh, the, and it could be anywhere in the body. Okay. Uh, what did I want to say again about the super patches again, Zeray? I think I just, um, I kind of, uh, yeah, I just kind of, oh, um, so the other way is not just to put a, you know, if you work out and you don't want it to, you know, put also like a skin tape over that. And then, you know, when you're done and you're taking a shower, then you can go ahead and, uh, you know, either put the other skin, try to get the other skin tape out so that you only have a patch. Otherwise, which remember, because it's good for at least 24 hours, you could go ahead um and uh, if it comes off, it comes off. Take your shower and then put it back on because it, it's probably time again to put on another one anyways. So either before you go. So if I if I go exercise, for example, and I know I sweat a lot. Right. So I'm going to go ahead. Probably I'll keep it on if it comes off while I'm uh, uh, doing my exercise or running or whatever. Then if it comes off, that's fine, because I'm going to go. Uh, I'm probably going to go. Well, I will go and take a shower anyway. So then you put your new patch on and it's good again until you go back and and work out, which is probably going to be within the 24 hours anyway. Oops, sorry. Um, 
I just lost my uh, earpiece here. Okay. So that's another way so that um, you can continue wearing uh, the patches. Uh, I just, okay, since we're talking about patches, and if you have any questions on this call, please go ahead and ask as well. But I will tell you from Missouri and myself, they do work. Uh, also, one other last thing is if you feel like you want to, it's not working for you and you have some questions, you can call me. You can call the customer service number. Again, on that first page, you go all the way down where it says contacts, and it'll tell you the number to call if you're not from the United States or you're elsewhere, um, you know, in a different country, whether it's Europe or whatever there are. Okay, here we go. Uh, just so I don't know what happened there. But anyway, okay, so, so much for for the uh, super patches. Um, oh, that's what I wanted to say. So I will only speak for myself. You know, when I first put on those patches, I only wore the two, which was um, the Liberty and the Peace. And I will tell you from my point of view, again, my point of view, uh, is that it, it, it really worked, you know, cause I'm already over 70. And so when I'm outside, uh, sometimes I have to, I feel like going up and down those steps. Sometimes I feel like I'm, I'm o- almost kind of off balance a, t- a tiny bit, uh, cause I'm pretty active. And then I think with that, uh, Liberty patch, it really kind of really even, I, I, I'm very, very balanced. Um, and I think it works on more than just the balance uh physically i think it helps also to balance neurologically but that's just my that's how that's kind of how what i get out of it and so but the peace the peace peace patch is just really beautiful i mean when i put when i put that that patch on especially when i was during a couple of times when i felt like i was under a lot of anxiety and tension because of things that i had to take care of uh, and I put that on and it was like, it, w- it was within minutes that I could feel the calming, et cetera, um, that I had, you know, like even sometimes when I get, when I get too frenzied, I guess it's maybe a good way of saying it. Um, then, you know, sometimes meditation is not, I, I can't do the meditation. I just need to be able to kind of sit quietly. But with this patch, it was like, it, it was almost, uh, I mean, it was like a little miracle for me. So. And for Billy, Billy can also attest to her her super patch. Uh, you want to just say something about your super patch as well, Billy? Yoo-hoo. Soraya. Um, are you? I had yeah. To unmute, I had to myself. Yeah, I know. We're still kind of getting used to this uh, programming here. Okay, so go ahead and tell people a little bit about how you felt about the super patches. Okay, well. I, I didn't, uh, I don't know how I did it, but actually I messed up my, uh, my right rotator cuff yep. on my, my shoulder. Yep. And, uh, it was causing some pain. So we put the patch on. The freedom and patch. Immediate, and immediately it started, uh, diminishing in the, in the ache and the, the, you know, in the sharp pain. Now it's, right. it's just basically a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, after I take the patch off and a period of time, it starts aching a little bit. But uh, when I had it on, uh, it I could I could maneuver better, um, uh, a lot less less pain than normal. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, so it, it works. Yeah. Um, I, and I, I have a few words for people who say they, they don't feel nothing. It's because they're not attuned to frequency. Or they're not attuned to, uh, they're not sensitive to the patches. Yeah. Okay. And that's, and of yeah. course that, um, you know. Can I you say? You give it a chance. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, well, here. Talking about giving it a chance, I just spoke with Dr. Genji just yesterday again. So remember how old many of us are who are over 60, over 50. Already, some of us are already into 80s, etc. So, you know, our bodies do not function as if we were 20, 30, 40, 50. So even my daughter, who tried on the Freedom Pass, because she does work out a lot, um, she felt that she felt the pain go away almost immediately. So again, again, it's again, you know, how young are you? How old are you? For some people that are older, it's going to take longer. You may have to wear two or three patches uh, at a time. Some people only need one or two. But again, it depends on your body. And in terms of energy, you know, even people who've, uh, who've uh, purchased their headbands, some people say, oh, I, I really feel the healing. And some people don't. That doesn't mean it's not working. So it just means that you're absorbing it slowly and that's okay as well. Because over time, it the, that magic will begin to work if you allow it. So Dr. Genji says it doesn't happen overnight for people, for some people, and that's okay. And I'm, I'm already citing because we're a little bit older than, you know, the younger, the younger, uh, generation, right? Indeed. So give it, huh? Indeed. Oh, Zora. Well, hello. Welcome. Hello. Yeah. Did you want to say anything? Regarding of course. This? Oh, of course. That's why you came through. Alrighty. Understand nice to see you. the, the hmm. patches are no, uh, another off-world technology, and uh, they're a blessing to you, uh, given to the creators uh, through a uh, through a, a download of information to them, and they created these patches. And uh-huh. uh, I can assure you, they do work. And uh, give them a chance. Don't uh, expect it over an overnight fix because it's not going to be that way. For the but most of us, right? Understand, the longer you wear them, the more over, over a period of existence, they're going to work. And like they're the going head- to work very well. And mm-hmm. the headbands, uh, which I'm uh, in, in, endeavored to say, if you don't have one, get one. They're very, very essential for your development. Uh, how about for uh, our awakening and enlightenment? Of course, that too. <laughs> it helps to awaken your third eye and keep it open. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, the headbands are a blessing for sure. And uh, that was a... Uh, that was a gift from the Galactics, a gift from the Hollow Earthians as well. Anyway, but understand, headbands are a not just a uh, a trinket to wear. They are not just what you call decoration. They are very functional. Mm-hmm. Understand, you have 
you have transmitter and receiver. This is what these headbands also are. They are a transceiver and also a, a transmitter of knowledge. So mm -hmm. when you wear them, you are in direct contact with your space brothers and sisters. But there again, you have to do your due diligence and allow yourself to become attuned with your headband. And when you've done this, of course, then you will begin to see things you would not normally see, such as looking up into a cloud, which you, they turn them lenticular clouds. If you were to look in them, and when you have a headband on, you would most likely see an outline of a vessel inside of that lenticular cloud. Because that is the clouds that er elusive aeroships use to camouflage their vessel. And uh, so uh, when you see a, a, a lenticular cloud, you'll know it's one of those because they will be stationary all day long, even though it's windy and other clouds go past them and they still they sit very still in the sky. Those are ships, but they're cloaked in within the confines of these lenticular clouds. So that gives you a little bit of education on that. Right. Anyway, go ahead and get back to your sh to your show. I okay. did not mean to interrupt. No, 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 no. That that's 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 good. Um, pre we certainly appreciate your. Uh, feedback all of the time, Zora. But while you're here now, and before we go with Q&A, uh, we've already taken up quite a bit of time here. Uh, I would like to address a couple more things while we're at it. <laughs> and now that you're here, Zora. And one of them, of course, is um, how about we talk about the blessings now? And or how about this? How about I have something I'd like to maybe, uh, you know, uh, state or or, or uh, read for everyone as well regarding what's happening out you know in in our present moment here in this huge um veil uh, that we are under and the illusion of what is happening so uh this is coming from and this i i got um i received this as well besides my own uh information that i found on uh, uh matthew ward's uh, books. It's called MatthewBooks.com. It's M-A-T-T-H-E-W Books, B-O-O-K-S.com. And this is where you will find some beautiful, again, inspiring um, information coming from off world. And this one is with Matthew, who was uh, who had ascended at a young age and uh, was able to communicate with his mother, who then uh, writes it out for all of us to be able to read. Now, I'm not going to go over all the things that are happening in the world presently, you know, that uh, all the wars and everything else. But this is what I wanted to read uh, to you. Uh, regarding what he had to say. So every person who is affected by tragedy or any of the many other heart-wrenching Illuminati-caused traumas our Earth family are enduring is a child of God. And he feels very, he feels every sensation that every soul um, does. 
We sorrow in what some of our earth family are doing to others. The profound, the profoundness of God's agony and unending tears is unimaginable. Dear ones, please do not take sides in this sad situation, but rather send, here we go. This is from all of us, as we all know, but rather send love light to all in your world. That sounds like Zora, but anyways, so Matthew saying that a tsunami of that energy's high vibrations is the means whereby violence will be ended. Retaliation won't bring peace to the region or heal shattered lives. These neighboring citizenries want to live peacefully and cooperatively with safety for their families. They aren't enemies. They did not take up arms against each other. The fighting forces that shed blood in both countries are puppets of the darkness, beings devoid of light. They are this generation's perpetrators of the, of the diabolical ideology and activities that have been part and parcel of life in your world of millennia. We are not judging them. We are saying the peoples need to know the Illuminati, deep state, one world order, shadow government, the cabal is real. It is not mainstream media's conspiracy theory. They are desperate and tenacious, and because they need the low vibrations of fear and suffering to survive during this past stage of the battle between the light forces and the dark, they will cause chaos and devastation. And of course, we have, we have experienced, we've seen this all around. So he goes on to say, maybe technologically cause destructive natural disasters, produce a holographic invasion of monstrous aliens, or send mind-controlled individuals on mass killing sprees. Some of you think space family members will bring the Illuminati to justice. <laughs> oh, oh, excuse me. <clears throat> Gonna drink something here. Extraterrestrials have assisted Earth in a multitude of ways throughout our her history. So that thought is understandable, but it is not part of the divine master plan, which does permit members to step in and manage situations beyond the capabilities of Earth civilization. For instance, they established a powerful light grid that prevents the vibratory civilizations from entering our solar system. Powerful distant civilizations beam the massive light that saved the life of the planet and ET special forces have prevented the detonation of nuclear warheads on missiles. <laughs> you bet. And we got that information from Zora. Cruise in mammoth spacecraft near the edge of your solar system. Banish malevolent fabricated forms with intelligence and they dismantle technology intended to capture minds on Earth by interacting with 5G installations. We know about 5G. Okay, I think we're, I'm almost done here. Um, I need to probably, okay, so, um, let me go further and just say, we want to stress the importance of hope, a strong sense of hope, not a feeble, not a feeble feeling that borders on doubt. 
But gut level strength, hopefulness is the motivator to try, try, try again until efforts are rewarded. Hope keeps the potential of success alive while perseverance is manifesting it. If the oneness of all is soul level knowledge, how can it be that light workers know that, but other people don't? <laughs> right. <laughs> Universally, most people do know that. Awareness of information that is commonly known elsewhere. They are seeing third density situation more clearly by the day, but the connection to soul level knowledge is just starting. All right. So the planet, um, I want to go to the end here. You still know all that and much, much, much more. Uh, that you don't remember because you are in 3D body in a world just now emerging from the, from the miasma of 3D density or mentality. But occasionally you revisit evolved lifetimes in flashes of cellular memory, or you tap into your soul's infinite storehouse of cosmic knowledge and always resonate with the high vibrations of a new kindred spirit. And beloved brothers and sisters, you do not, you, do you not now and then experience sweet sensations of gratitude and humility for being chosen to experience a north, uh, noteworthy, fulfilling lifetime during the most dramatic, dynamic era on earth. And so all light beings in this universe honor you and support you with unconditional love, love and peace, Matthew. Oh, Susan, Suzanne Ward is the mom that uh, put this all together for us. So if you want to read all of it, uh, just go to Matthew uh, Books. Uh, yeah, I think it's MatthewBooks.com. Okay. All right. So that being said, uh, we don't have to say any more about what's going on in our world. I think it it comes back again to who we are and understanding the unity and the oneness of the collective that we are and all is in place. Now, Zora, if you will, today, if you will just kind of take over again and please give us some information regarding the RV, if you will, from your point of view, uh, as well as the disclosure that is also going to become coming in at some point in our near future. Indeed. Understand, beloved gods and goddesses, that's what you are. Uh, many people don't realize that, but that's, that's reality. Understand, for those of you who, de- who uh, uh, recognize yourself as Christians, understand that your Bible is incomplete and not fully uh, realized yet. But also understand that there are words in within the Bible that were not put in there by Yeshua, such as, uh, believe in my name. Uh, In my name is not the words of Yeshua, it's the words of King James. He had to have his little, uh, what do you call, tidbit within the Bible. Otherwise, the Bible would not have been written. So, he had to have his part in there. 
So when you read about where Jesus is talk Yeshua is talking to the disciples, he said, Marvel not what I do, for greater shall you do, if you only know you can. The part that if you only know you can was taken out and replaced with if you only believe in my name. So, and those are not the words of Yeshua. They took that part out and, and, and inserted the other. So, um, it can be quite confusing to many peoples, but it can also be uh, understood that when you in, in, insert the part about saying, if you only know you can, it makes much more sense and was much more powerful. So, to you with uh, whatever you wish to believe or whatever you wish to know. So, regardless. I don't like to use the word believe because believe is a constant seeking. There is no end to believe. When, when you say you know it, then that is a completion. And sure. uh, so whenever you heal other peoples and you say uh, that you are healed of such and such and you know it, <clears throat> The moment you say, I know it, that's when the healing takes place. And it is instantaneous. It is not mess around. That is the way healing is. That's the way healing works. Sora? And you have this power within you to have this ability within you to heal others and yourself if you wish. Yes, Quasar. Well, uh, did you did you touch on the RV yet? No. <laughs> you want me to touch on the RV? It is done. <laughs> All right. So now, and and you know what, uh, Zora, we 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 do know that in certain parts of the world, you know, people have already. Um, uh, have changed their currency rates and uh, things are moving forward over there. And uh, over here, those of us that are in the United States or Canada or Mexico, you know, I don't think we're feeling the feeling is uh, mutual because we're still using fiat money. Um, we're still waiting for the yes, notifications right so maybe give us a little bit of a what you see from your perspective about what is really happening right now with the our blessings and also with the ebs and also with trump so those three if you will um would be really great understand that trump is coming back into the picture and bringing the uh, putting the nation back on track again, mm. and uh, so the, uh, he is definitely going to be coming back into office in twenty twenty four. Yes, and also understand that the Biden regime is uh, uh, popularity of the Biden regime has dropped to only eighteen percent. Oh. So that is not very good. Uh, what you call uh, uh, scale of uh, popularity. 
Well, I think there was a there was a motion. I think it was in uh, the Republicans who wanted to impeach him. Uh, but I don't know where that ever went. But anyways, again, the, um, you know, the uh, mainstream media is still doing their their deal to uh, bring out fake news rather than the truth. So where are we at with also the and, and I know it's it's a, it's been a slow process, this whole this whole blessing thing. So um, we understand that over in Europe and in many parts of Europe. Uh, the exchange has already occurred, and in America, in some parts of America, it has also occurred uh, um, in what is called private sectors. So, uh, yes, it is rolling out, not as as quickly as you would like. I understand that, but it is definitely rolling out, and uh, so. Um, I know you hate the word patience, but understand that's what you need is patience. Okay. So uh, just a quick question regarding Trump. So he's going to be coming back. The the restored republic will be uh, in place, et cetera. So do you see that happening in 2024 or do you see that happening this, this coming couple of months? What is slated to happen before the end of this year is what is called galactic disclosure. And that is what had been slated for the end of this year. Mm. Once that occurs, it's a game changer for the entire globe. We're talking about not political disclosure. We're talking about the big global, disclosure. Global disclosure. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Um, you know, that's a hard one for a lot of people to to realize. Of course. We're talking you about- also have you also have what is called the government disclosure. And of course that will be coming before that. So we hear now that they say, I hate hate to do this, but, you know, I got to bring it out. So they're saying that uh, this is our month. This is our big month of November. And, of course, you know, there's still December. So what do you see in this month of November? Or are we going to wait now still until December? I, I say look for it any day. Okay. That's what I say. Look for All it right. any day. All right. Okay, any day. All right, very good. We'll we'll just uh wait patiently and um keep our vibrations frequencies high knowing that it is already done. It's already happening. You said that the last time we spoke, that was last week, and um it is moving, moving, but it's not as fast as we'd like, but that's okay. We have learned the great patience of uh of patience, uh, the great virtue of patience over these many years. All right. So let's go beyond that now, Zora. So a couple of questions have come up already. The first question that um, was um, brought to my attention is uh, by Gwen. So Gwen asks this question of you. Why was or is Gaia chosen for this transformation 
of, you know, 3D to 5D and above, or just for our, why are we chosen, this little blue earth chosen for this big, huge spiritual transformation or planet transformation? Why? How? And why? Well, well, not so much how and why. Why? Why Why was Gaia chosen and not any other planet that has already beings there, um, et cetera, in the entire galaxy or universe? Why was Blue Earth? And any other, any other world did not come under the same issues as the planet or Mother Earth or Terra Crystal. They did not have what you call uh, the fall of man. So understand, this world, because of the Anunnaki's in, uh, in intrusion, well, the reptilians as well. Well, it started what? with it started with the reptilians, and then the Anunnaki came knocking on their door, and then that's Indeed. how. Yeah, right. Mm. But and still, they they messed with the DNA. Anyway, so understand. I, yes, go ahead. I just I just have a real quick question. So you know, from other other sources, other sources saying that uh, it was the Anunnaki because they have the highest technology, and then the reptilians did not have that, and they together now we they had created these beings already. Um, and they manipulated or they created man. That's what is somebody saying that man was created by the Anunnaki and the reptilians became a part of it because it was their world to begin with or their earth to start with. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about that. We thought we were coming from all over the different uh, star systems and constellations, et cetera. And, and that's where here. you do come from. Right. Understand, mm. they may have created what you call a slave race uh, to, to mine resources on Earth, but they did not, they were not the creators of all life on this planet. So, and back in their time, they may have what you call manipulated DNA, created a slave race in order to mine resources for their use. You mean that was not us? No. Well, who are they then? Who are who? The ones that they created, those the slave uh, slave uh, beings. Yeah, long well, gone. Okay, so all right. Well, then I'm 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 more confused than than before. <laughs> so we have we have beings apparently that have a much you know insight uh, beyond you know 3D here, who said that we were created uh, coming, and, and that's the reason why we are part reptilian, part Anunnaki, part Pleiadian, part Andromedan, part Syrian, or all of that in one body, which is us now. I can assure you, you do not have any reptilian in you. Well, we do have bad guys that have been manip have had 
uh, that were part reptilian, you know, the cabal, the, the, especially a couple of those that are already have been in, in, and they still are in politics. I understand that, but also, yeah, like, like, I will, I I just go ahead and, uh huh. Go ahead. No, I mean, you've got Hillary Clinton. You, I mean, you even have, you know, a lot of the bad guys, dark entities that are, uh, you know, part of the Rothschilds, part of, you know, whoever, you know, are they, and they're probably part reptilian as well, because they're always all about the negative, all about the dark, trying to take away the light, you know, causing fear and corruption. Those are all the bad guys. And you don't think that they're part reptilian? The true human has no reptilian in them. The true human. Okay, well, what about Anunnaki then? The Anunnaki, in their in their, their time on, on the planet, they created a, what is termed as a race of beings to to mine resources to a, up to a certain point. After that point was reached, they were no longer what you call a slave race. They were free. They were they were set free. Who set them free? Source. The source. I'm not talking of Q. I'm speaking of the real source. I'm, uh, you know what, Zora? So, all right. So, when some people who are already of, who already are awake, say Indeed. that I'm half, I'm, uh, I'm half uh, gray, or I'm half Pleiadian as well, and I'm half another ET um, uh, entity. I mean. You know, I, th- I think that's why we have such uh, uh, our DNA encompasses so much more than just who we are as being whatever we want to call ourselves, Andromedans or Pleiadians or Syrians or whatever. We are more than that. And yes, yes if, and if we can, if if the reptilians have been around, I mean, are if the reptilians are a no thing, because they're also part of humanity, Zora. They're not gone. I did not say they're all gone. Some are gone. Some are still here. The ones that are still here are of a benevolent nature. Okay. Well, I, I don't want to have to take up a, a whole lot of time. So what you're saying, I just want to just uh, kind of s- summarize this. So what you're saying, because, and you said this to us many times before, and that we were all seated coming from different, um, higher, high, higher frequency vibrational, um, uh, what do you call it? Galaxies or constellations or whatever, right? 
from the beginning. And we came here and part of the experience with now this this is a this is what we all know. We've always known this in the past is that we were these star seeds who decided to volunteer to come here to help us now to be able to move earth into the higher frequencies, right? Higher densities. Correct? Indeed. But why are you trying to confuse it? Well, no, because all of us have been here thousands and thousands and thousands, if not millions of years already, and just reincarnated over and over and over again. And in that process of millions or billions of years, we've also had been connected with beings that are probably part reptilian or part Anunnaki. And so we have all of those different ingredients, so to speak, in our in our entities. Isn't that a possibility? Isn't that not a possibility? Whether it's gray, whether it's whatever. You have you have had other races come in and and uh, bore children on the earth. Yes. I mean, we have a lot of beings already presently here who know that they've been taken up on ships, right? Indeed. Grays, whether they're Anunnaki or whoever they are, right? Implanted, and now we're, that's why we call ourselves a hybrid. Now, would you refute the idea that we are not hybrids of sort? No, I would not. Yeah, so we are. Indeed. Okay. All right, well, we'll go go into that further in, in regards to uh, the hybrids and ETs, because we already know that they are also part of the Galactic Federation of, you know, the Galactic Federation, correct? Indeed. Yeah, whether or not they're, whether or not they're, um, um, you know, whether or not they're uh, birds or avians or whatever, they're all part of this huge, huge uh universal type of beings of which we may we may we may may not know it but are part of who we are but when you say the anunnaki do not play a part in terms of who we are yes or no in their time they they did well then that must be they don't so they all of a sudden it's not in our dna anymore Mm. They're advanced beings of light. The reptilians are another thing. Indeed. Right. The important thing is that the experiment is done. Okay. All right. Let's. Okay. Good. So we are the exper and uh, the. Okay. So Gaia was chosen because why? One last time, Zora. Why were we chosen? To be here at this time to transform and save, you know, save ourselves, save our world, save our solar system, and and uh, so on because and so it's on. Time. Because it's time. Okay. No more reincarnations. All right. Okay. We'll go into that another day. All right. So the next question that has come up, Zora, is in regards to a... Um, a theory, I don't know how you want to call it. People think it's real. And uh, this comes from Vivian, our wonderful Vivian. Thank you for your question. So there, ha- apparently there was a planet called Thea, T-H-E-I-A planet uh, that 
supposedly is a planet and uh, bombarded the Earth. And uh, part of it is already enmeshed inside of Earth as a m- masses, masses of this particular planet. And it was in the collision that made the moon. So tell us a little bit about this uh, Thea planet and uh, its connection with the moon or no connect. Tell us a little bit about that. So we get this kind of uh, squared away in regards to Thea, the planet. At one point, you had two moons. Right. And one was brought into existence. That was man-made. I mean, that was made, right? That was made, created. Right, yeah. created by, by higher beings, right? Indeed. And that came from Marduk, right? M- Meldok, yes. Meldok, right, okay. Mm-hmm. They made it, okay. Indeed. Okay. So that's one moon that was man that was made. And then Indeed. the other one? And the other one was... Not the, it was it was not part of the earth. Understand the all of these what you call hypothesis and and uh, questions arising uh, about another planet that is slammed into your planet and uh, embedded itself within the mantle. Understand, you have 800-mile crust of your planet. Beyond the 800 miles of the Earth's crust is a other world called the hollow Earth. You do not have a mantle. Right. So they're working on the premise of a solid sphere is where they got the idea that a planet has slammed into the Earth, into the mantle, creating the moon. So if you believe in the solid sphere theory, then it would make sense. But being we all know, well, not all, many people know, from what I've told them, that the earth is hollow. And if it's hollow, how can there be a mantle? Okay, all right. So what about the second moon then, Zora? So wait a minute. So going back to, is Thea, was there a planet named Thea? No. So what, what, what uh, slammed into or collided with Earth, and where does the second moon come into play? The second moon is artificial. I thought you just told me that the second, the first one was artificial. They're both artificial. Oh, second one is artificial too. Artificial meaning it came from a, it was brought in from another star system to uh, become. The moon that works the tides and things of this nature on planet Earth. And, the, and one of those was destroyed when Maldet was destroyed. So when, when Maldek was destroyed, it 
hit the earth and destroyed the second, or it hit the moon, the second moon, and that's how that got destroyed? Indeed. So who made both of them then? Source. I'm sorry? Source. Well, from what we know, Hmm. is that the the moon that we presently have had been taken over interiorly because it's not because it's not real it's not it's not real it's man, it's entity made uh and that it was taken over by the bad guys by the dark entities your and moon now, is a starship our moon is a starship indeed and that was made by Source. Source, Source is making starships. <laughs> well, creators from another galaxy made that, and and it was brought into this star system. You just said it was made by Source, Zora. Uh, it is. Everything is made by Source. Okay. All right. We, okay. We're not going to go there. Okay. So we mm-hmm. have. Okay. So we have. Okay. So we have. The first, the first moon we had that was made from a diff from another source other than from Meldak, right? Yes. And that was similar to the the moon that we presently have, and both of them were created, right? Indeed. They are not sentient beings, right? No. Okay. All right. So the one of them. Uh, somehow or another disappeared. How did that disappear? The obliteration of Maldek. Oh, that was one. And so we kept the other one. And then the other one that is here now, wasn't that, okay, let's call it a spacecraft, that was taken over by the bad guys, right? Even good, it was good, but then it was taken away by the, it was taken over by the bad guys, the dark. And it's it's also been taken back into the good. Okay. All right. And and when did that happen? Mm. Approximately. Was that this 20, year? 2212. Wow. Oh, really? Oh, that's interesting. Well, you know what? For mo- for most of us, you know, we've always kind of felt the energies, you know, we understand how it really affects our emotions. It, I mean, it affects us physically because of who we are, part of Earth, you know. Uh, so, uh, and obviously, if it was taken over by the dark, um, they had to had some sort of power over us physically as well when they took over before 2012 yes and but that was uh, they were they were uh, the dark was removed from the from the moon at 12 22 12 yeah but we never i i personally never felt any difference at all regarding the moon well you wouldn't feel a difference because most of us didn't feel a difference uh, uh, no. other than Correct. Because it didn't matter. 
Well, anyways, all right. So, okay. Um, I think we are now down to almost an, <laughs> an hour and a half. I sorry, guys. All right. So I think uh, at this point, um, we've got a lot of information. I think we should uh, probably bring in a few more uh, questions before we end our call. And before we end our call, Zora, um, you know, if you w- whoops, excuse me. Do you have any uh, any people out there who wish to have a healing? They can do that also. Okay. Um, yeah. So let me go ahead and ask um, Thomas. Are you still here with us? He's our host. Oh. Yeah, Thomas. I don't know how to call him. <laughs> I sent a message to Thomas. <laughs> hey, Thomas. We're... Oh, you <laughs> He's there. He's there. <laughs> okay. You want to uh, open up a line or whatever and uh, see if uh, somebody has a question? Right. Okay. So some people who called up the other number is just uh, it's just to listen then. Oh, 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 gotcha. Okay. Right. Yeah. Well, on the on the uh, left hand side of your website, you've got also to listen numbers as well, right? Oh, great. Okay. Thank you so much. Okay. Gotcha. Right. Okay. All right. So. Did- Okay. All right. I guess we'll just have to wait, right? Okay. So let's go ahead and wait and see if anybody else has any questions uh, regarding anything right now or or whether or not you would like. um, Let me see. I have a hmm, 1102. Oh, yes. That's that's you, Thomas. Hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, Zora, you know, so now we're kind of where we are presently um, in our world. And um, we are um, knowing. Well, what is your message actually for all of us today while we're waiting for someone to call in with a question? Or I have a question. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So we've been hearing a lot of information coming out regarding the Tartarians. And this is, this had to have been, we must have all been part of the Tartarians because we came here at the very beginning of the, of, of Earth, right? It didn't most of us come here around the time of the Anunnaki and reptilian, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, takeover or whatever. Didn't all of us come in at around that same time? 
or did the were the Tartarians here? Okay, wait, wait a minute. Before we go into our history, uh, because a lot of us have felt also that we lived through the Egyptian stages and you know the uh, Babylonian stages and you know uh, be be way before then. So the majority of us here that are listening to your call, our call today, where did we begin our existence here on Earth? When? After the Anunnaki involvement. Uh, and then they were asked to leave? Indeed. Hmm. Well, hmm. Well, I don't know when that would have been. Is that like billions or millions of years ago, Zora? Millions of years. Millions of years ago. And then that's when we came into play. And why did we come into play? So tell me, was that like 2,000 or 4,000 or 6,000 years ago? Oh, no, you said millions of years ago. Indeed. Hmm. Well, then I guess my other question has to do, uh, okay, so millions of years ago, what was the stage then in terms of why we came at that point? Millions of years ago, what was happening on Earth then? So the Anunnaki now have been are gone. Reptilians are where they're still. They were still there, right? Because they said this was their planet. How could they say this was their planet? Where did they come from? Came from a different star system as well. Okay, all right. So, anyways, um, so when were we planted here? Brought in? We came in from wherever we came from. You weren't planted. You were. You you came here. We came, oh yeah by ships right? Indeed. <laughs> okay, we came here by ships, of course. <laughs> all right, so we came here by ship, and at that time there was a call out to all, all of everyone in the universe saying, "Hey, uh, we need your assistance to come here to Earth, right?" And then we all raised our hands and said, "We will volunteer." I'm I'm saying I mean this is a simplistic uh explanation but is that some, somewhat correct can you just kind of fill in some of the blanks there Zora mm. I'd rather not open up a can of worms Well so I mean how far back I mean I, I how far back can people really remember? We can't remember a million years ago, right? No. We can't even think about 10,000 years ago, really. And we came here way before then. But some of us do remember having been during there at the state at the time of Egypt. The Egyptians. We also, some of us also know of times when we were in Atlantis or Lemuria. These are reincarnated, reincarnated lives. These are incarnated lives. Okay. Reincarnated. Reincarnated. Lives. So you know, so when we're talking about even Atlantis and Lemuria, that's thousands. It's not millions of years ago. So Indeed. let's okay. So beef. Okay. So let's just talk about then. If we all kind of um, were here during the Lemurian and um, Lemurian and Atlantean period of time, 
That was only thousands of years ago, correct? At that time, oh, well, that's what happened to us. We all went underground. And of course, because we were already here. All right. So my question then is, when did the Tartarians come into play on this planet? Is that before the Egyptian stage, obviously? Had to have been, right? Okay. And where did they come from? And these are these are gigantic beings. I mean, even the the even the gods of, uh, you know, when we're talking even about uh, huge, huge, tall beings, um, were they the were they like one of the first ones on the planet, the Tartarians, or no? you're still um yeah a little just a little bit and then we do have a call here um why is it necessary to know this what about the tartarians because it's become part of the information on the internet Mm. about the history of the tartarians these giant beings that ba- basically covered the entire earth. And then, of course, the geography of the pla- of our planet was very different then. It, it's very different than what we have presently. That, so this is probably before Atlantis and um, Lemuria. Or maybe it was around the same time. I have no idea. Just, just, just give us a little bit, uh, a quick um, uh, history here. Because uh, we do have a call coming in. Line. The Targaryens came from the star system of the Pleiades. Hmm. Really? That's interesting. I, we know that the Pleiadians uh, have a big, a huge role here on the planet, but they came from the Pleiadian star system. And what was their intention, Zora, to come here? We know why we came here, but why did they come here? From observe. Pardon? To observe. To observe. Well, they were here for a long time, Zora. They didn't just come here to observe, did they? No, of course. Pardon? They remained for a long period of time observing life on this planet. And this was before we all came here, right? So these were giant um, star... Star, you would, you would turn them as titans. Oh, they were the oh, they were the titans. Oh, okay. Hey, listen, Zora. You know we don't have a whole lot of time. Okay, so that's kind of a little bit of uh, the Tartarians. We'll talk more about that at another call. We do have a call coming in from Colorado with a question on line one. 
So, um, Thomas, I don't know where line one is here. Oh. So she should, that person should be here. Hello, Lorraine. Hello, this is this is Lorraine in Colorado. Hey. Oh, yeah. Hi, Jane. Lorraine. Welcome. Yes, it is. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, Jane, I'd like to know which healing chamber or celestial chamber or med bed will you use? <laughs> well, I use. <laughs> I'm so trying funny. to narrow this down. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, uh, Zoraya and Zora probably know the differences, and everybody it's a, it's an individual choice. Um, my, you know, it, it's a it's really what you want. It's all about what you feel you would enjoy having to do. Okay, because you have okay, age so- reversal. Yeah. Age reversal, physical uh, reversal, uh, anything in terms of, you know, you want to be 30 years younger, you want to uh, you want to get rid of all of the arthritis in the body, you want your immune system to be up, you want to look like you're, you know, you, you've got spring in your feet already and you can take on the world again. I don't, I don't know where you want to be at. Some people don't. Okay. Uh, uh, how young will you... If you revert to a different age, a younger age, which how young will you go? Well, according to information coming in from uh, Sky S K Y E Prince P R I N C E, she has a lot of. She's on off. She's part of the secret uh, space um, uh, program, and so she's got sight. You know, a sight other than what we see, just in three D. And she already knows because she's also involved with the the uh, Galactics. And um, her one of her primary uh, goals or projects is to be involved with these, um, you know, the med beds. We're talking off-world med beds. And Zora could probably tell you more about her as well as what the the med beds would be like for us. So, hey, Zora, you want to just kind of take over for me regarding that? And about maybe Sky Prince in terms of what you know of her bringing this to us that is off-world rather than the med beds that are already made here, you know, um, that are that are just made. Zora? Yes. Yes. So tell us about the med beds and Sky Prince, if you will, and the different ones. Thank you, Zora. I like to use the term celestial chamber, not okay. med okay. beds. Okay, that's fine. So, Celestial Chamber made by Rand? Nope. No. Um, I've forgotten his first name. R-A-N-D was the last name that I heard. No. No, that's... So, tell them the difference between Rand Celestial Chambers and the real Celestial Chambers, Zora. Celestial chambers were brought to Earth by the extraterrestrial beings. And uh, one of them is located within the uh, Area 51 complex. Okay. And you have one that was discovered in Antarctica. Okay. So what's it? Okay. The others, uh, what you call celestial chamber, or not, you term them slang term, med bed. Or celestial chamber. 
also the Art Celestial Temple are ones that were created by man and under instruction coming from the Galactics. Okay, would it, would it be comparable to the celestial chamber in the 51 complex? That what? I think the, you said one of the... The celestial chamber in Area 51 works on what is called uh, other uh, off-world technology. Okay. And it is, it is a perfect chamber. A corporate a chamber? chamber? Perfect chamber. Per- perfect chamber, okay. Indeed. And people and, have been put in that, and they have come out, uh, a couple of examples, uh, a lady was put in, 80 years old, and when she came out, she looked to be in her late teens. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm, I'm 84, so I don't know uh, how young to go. Well, according to Sky Prince, you can only revert, you can go uh, uh, 30 years younger than where you are presently. And if it's I can only go to age 50, 54 then? Well, that's pretty young anyways, if you're already in your 80s, right? <laughs> so also, I, the other thing, because you have to take a look at it in terms of you're still in a 3D body, you know, and you got to wait here. I'm going to. If any, if none of you have already looked at some of the information coming in from Skyprints, so before I do that, Zora, tell us a little bit about Skyprints and what you feel about her and the technology that she need, she's bringing forth that's coming from the Galactics. She's been are, are given you the task to be a messenger, right? Uh, about the celestial chambers uh, that are coming. Okay. So and those should... those uh, celestial chambers will be coming forth after galactic disclosure. I think she was. She said that she was. Go- those are going to be coming out at, while while we go through the um, uh, the blessings. After, right at the at the uh, time of our um, blessings coming through, they would be then available. They're all going to be available, and they're going to be free. Indeed, they are going to be free. But that's what um, Sky you Prince cannot, is you, saying. You cannot to do what his term is capitalize on healing. Correct, because everybody needs healing, right? Especially now, as we transition, right? So, I guess a question also is in regards to Rand's technology and these other technologies that are coming from Skyprints or from Area Fifty One. So, how would you, what would you say regarding that? These different, different celestial chambers, different. I will tell you one thing, uh, Lorraine, and anybody else that's listening. I've already talking. I've already spoken to uh, our connection with the with um, the RV, and this particular individual said, "Oh, I've already been to one," and he said 
And I said, oh, how did you do that? How can we get in? He said, well, you'll have to talk to you. You know, when it's time to RV, you have to talk to your medical assistant and then they will go ahead and line you up. It's going to be available for all of us. It isn't about lining up. It's going to be available. The people that are going to be first in line for all of these, you don't have to wait for something to be built. They're already built and they're just waiting to have it come out. So a couple of things, the people that are over, that are 61 and over are going to be the first again to be able to go into those med beds. Because, and, and no, you have to be a light worker. You have to be one that has projects in, in mind to be able to do something for the world. Because between the med beds and also the, the humanitarian projects, that is so key in our evolvement. All right. So again, the choices are, uh, you will have that when you go into the RV. They will ask you if you want to go into what they call a med bed, which is really, if it's off world, it's really all about celestial chambers. Now they, so when I spoke with our Intel person, he said, Oh yeah, I went into one and it, and I came out and I felt really great, blah, blah, blah. He couldn't go into it. I just wanted to know why we can't go into it. And he said, well, you gotta have to, you'll have to wait until you get into, you get to the, um, RV exchange or redemption. So, but I will tell you that they will be asking you that if you want to go into one or you need to bring that up. That is one of your um, one of your goals is to be able to get into that so you could be younger, so you can actually go forth and, you know, if you're 50, if, if you're, if you're 30 years younger and you're now 50, hey, you got tons of years left ahead of you to be able to go and get your projects completed, right? And then to be able to help and then you'll be super healthy. You won't even have to worry about your health. Okay. So. So that's number one in regards to getting into an, uh, into a med bed. You don't want to be have, you don't want to go into one that is man-made. That's my, per- that's my preference, guys. And he said that he, it was great. And I said, well, how much does it go? Oh, it's only three million bucks. And I'm thinking to myself, what? They're supposed to be free. Zora has always said it's going to be free. Sky Princess is going to be free. You don't have to worry about it. If you want to go there and want to be able to be participant to it, you have to go through training. So you want to do that more than you need to do whatever else that you had in mind for your projects. Make sure you have your projects uh, available. If you need to go to training, you need to go look her up on, on the internet. So, uh, so again, she's another one of our messengers that are here. Like Zora is a messenger. Zoraya is a messenger. Q is a messenger. We have people that are all, that are coming from source, you know, that are here already that are very awake as well, which we haven't spoken about, but anyways, they're also here. And of course, we always have the galactics that are already in body that are already here and helping us in this evolution. I didn't want to say too much, but anyway. Okay, Lorraine, I hope that that's clear. It helped a lot. Thank you very much, Jane, and thank you, Zora. All right, Zora. Thank you, everybody. Okay, next caller is coming from, um, let's see. All right, if there's anybody else that's us that wants to, uh, who has a question, um, please go ahead and... Um, well, uh, Thomas, you would know. Is there anybody else in the wings there? No, not yet. Well, 
Okay. Well, you know what? We only have 15 minutes left, you guys. Um, if you want to talk a little bit more about the uh, celestial chambers, I, I think it's always good to know from my point of view is you get a lot of information coming at you. You know, even the fake news, they they're, they they will they will massacre a, a particular scene. And this is, uh, you know, the atrocity of it all, you know, because they want to make sure that you we all stay in fear. And I think one of the key things right now is not to be in fear and to really trust the plan. And I'm going to go ahead and have Zora come back and uh, maybe talk a little bit about that in terms of what he sees right now. So Zora, do you still see a lot of fear and um, that people are, are, are feeling? If it isn't fear, it's frustration and anger and what have you. What are you seeing out there in regards to our, to, to humanity? Oh, I have a question for you, Azura. Um, is, is there a device that can that can correct us as far as the week? Oh, is there a device where we can connect with our uh, beings that have um, that have already ascended, Zora? Yoo-hoo. Hey, Zora? Yeah. Yeah, do you have... So I have another question here, and I'm I'm looking on my phone. And so the question mm-hmm. is, is there a device uh, that is um, out there where we can connect with someone who's already uh, ascended? Hi, Zora, did you hear me? Excuse me, Zora. Yes. um, So is there a device that's uh, obviously out there already that you know of where people can connect with their loved ones that have already ascended? A device? Yeah. I mean, is is the med bed also capable of helping people to connect with their, um, you know, people that have ascended? Hmm. Well, here's what, and and this is what Sky Prince said. Uh, Sky Prince had actually said something. Well, how can can I, will I be able to get my third eye open? Can I can I uh, be you know move into a higher frequency? And the Medbed is going to help me with that. And she said, No, that's your job. That's your job as a spiritual being. So I don't know if you have anything else that you'd like to be able to mention regarding that. Yes or no, Zora? Can you go into a full fifth dimensional understanding? You will be able to make communications with those who have gone before you. Yeah, right. Well, you definitely have said that before. Okay, I guess that that's... That's what I'm I'm sticking with. 
<laughs> All right, Zara. Hold on a second. There's another gal here. Hold on a minute. Let me see if I could listen to what she's saying. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Here, here's uh, this. Here's a uh, also. So this is from Terry. Terry's asking. Uh, going back to the topic of the current moon, is the function still current regarding the tides, or does it do do more now? Will it eventually not be needed? So is the function of the uh, the tides, uh, does that do more or is the, it's it's still going to be the same as it has always been? Yes or no? Zora? Mm-hmm. I said, it, it's, so the question is, the function of the moon as it is now, is it going to do more or is it just going to stay as it is presently in terms of its effect on us? It will stay as it is presently. Okay. Will it uh, eventually, Is it? are we ever going to really not need, do you find that we'll no longer need the moon at all or not? Or will it all, we'll always need it while we're here in 3D? If we're 5D, do we need the moon? It still works on the tides of the earth. So while we're still in body, we're still gonna we're still gonna need it, huh? Yes. Okay. So even if we're in 5D in these bodies, we'll still need it, right? Well, it's still going to be a light and to rule the night. Oh, yeah. So the moon. Uh, yeah. So we're still going to need. Yeah. So it's not going to. No. OK. So I hope that. <laughs> thank you. That's a really interesting question. Thanks, Terry, for that. OK. Now. I'm, OK. So uh, we have like eight minutes left. And. um Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, anytime, Thomas, you want to. You got to. OK. So now since we only have. Uh, we have three minutes. Let's do a quick five, four, three, two, one, and then we'll take a uh, we'll take a call. But whichever one was first, so let's do a five, four, three, two, one first, or if you will. Five, this is for two, one, receive. Five, four, three, two, one. We all receive, and from the gods and goddesses of our beings, we are in full health, in full great health, and we are in joy, peace, and harmony, and great abundance, and we know it. Now, and just feel that energy coming in for those of you that can feel energies coming in through your headband, through your bodies. In the stillness, you can begin to feel, I don't know about you, I feel some tingling, I feel some energy coming through. So, very nice, Zora. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. Okay. Hey, um, okay, Thomas, uh, we'll take one more caller or whatever. We'll see how long. You know, and otherwise, you know, whenever it's time, just go ahead and you can close us up. Um, yeah, so okay, mm-hmm. hello, yes, Fernando, Texas. Oh, Fernando, hey, how are you? Quick call, yeah. quick, uh, yeah. yeah, so quick yeah, question the, for Sarah, dear. The, the, yeah, the emergence of the Hollow Earthian people are that going to happen when Sananda makes this announcement or before or after or what? Zara? 
Indeed. Yeah. So when is uh, the hollow earthiness coming up to the planet? <laughs> you got one minute, Zora. Or third. Just say. When source is- gives the word to do so. Yeah, but that's going to be at disclosure, though, for sure, correct? Yes. Or if not before, right? Yes. Okay, well, I think that's, I, I think we kind of knew that, huh, Fernando? Indeed. Okay. Yeah. Okay, thank you thank so you. much for your question. We love you. Okay, we love you all, actually. So um, I, I think, do we have another, we have another minute or no? Okay, no, 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 no. Okay, so, hey, listen, everyone. Hey, Thomas, you've been a great, great host. Uh, tell your dad to, you know, uh, lay low. We love you. You can be our uh, host. <laughs> Anyways, you did great. Thank you so much for being here for all of us. We love all of you. Zora, uh, say a couple of words here, please, if you will, for everyone. Thank you. I understand that you are gods and goddesses, and you need to begin to act like it. Mm. Okay. And we're here, caretakers, uh, for, uh, for each other as well as for Gaia. And we love you. Thank you again very much, Thomas. Uh, we love your dad and Doug and all of you guys. Thank you for bringing this to us, making it possible for all of us and all of you that are out there that are listening. Thank you for being here and supporting us. And if you want to support us with BBS, please go ahead and, uh, you know, go ahead and, uh, maybe give two, $2.99 for our calls or whatever you can afford. And if not, that's also okay. We, we we know that you love us as well so but it'll help us you know in regards to continuing with our calls with bps so much love to all of you and uh we'll see you all soon much love and be prepared (laughs) all right thomas i think we are good to go